Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. Then you look on the back end, and Kevin Byard's a year older. He's a good safety, though, so don't want to discredit him. It's a huge mismatch at corner, though. I don't think we can avoid it. Christian Fulton, one of their outside corners, if he plays, he is currently allowing, and I'm not the biggest passer rating allowed guy, but when it's this bad, 158.3. Do you know what that is? The perfect passer rating. So on targets, he's allowing a perfect passer rating. So... If there's any type of isolation coverage. It's not DJ Turner's yeah, number yeah, right, right now. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, and then the other corner is has, I think, the shortest arms ever recorded in combine history, and T dunked on him a few times last year. So if you could get some type of matchup with T on that corner, I'm trying to think of his name. He went to Auburn. I scouted him, and I didn't love him just because of the arm. I thought he was like a really good football player. I was like, I just don't know if that size is going to work mm-hmm. in the NFL. And the other side, Christian Fulton, if you can get T on the smaller one and Chase on Fulton, even if Burrow's not super accurate, if he could put in their zip codes, I think that could be the key to a big passing offensive day. And they're going to kind of need it because I just don't see them running that well, like I mentioned. And they're also missing David Long now. I thought David Long was a good linebacker. They added Aziz Al-Shair, who was also kind of a David Long level linebacker in my mind. So maybe it's not going to be a big drop off or anything. Uh, but yeah, really interested in that matchup. I'm hoping the Bengals can be fairly exciting on offense, at least more exciting than they were the past week. Uh, I think there's opportunities in the passing game if the quarterback is going to play a little bit better than he did. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, you need to see more out of this offense. I know, as I mentioned already in this podcast, it, it's Joe's cap. You, you got to take it easy. You got to protect Joe Burrow. But what does that look like when you have wide receivers in those matchups? You can get the ball to them. You can win those matchups, and that's extremely important. We'll get to the prediction of what we think that's going to look like in just a little bit, but I want to flip sides because Derrick Henry was pretty underwhelming versus the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns have a really good defense, uh, one of the best in the NFL right now. So, obviously – that makes sense. But at the same time, 
last time they played the Tennessee Titans, I felt like they did a really good job with Derrick Henry. They did a good job when they were in the division round, but I know he was coming back from an injury at the time. What does that look like when it comes to stopping the run? Because I'm still concerned about the defense when it comes to stopping the run. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. What they've done the past two years is basically on early downs kind of sell out to stop the run. And is that what they get to again this year? Maybe. Here's the difference. Their offensive line wasn't good last year, and it's worse this year. Their best offensive lineman is Peter Skaronsky, their rookie first-round pick. Did not practice Thursday, did not practice Wednesday. So that's trending poorly for them. So you're down your your best offensive lineman. Now your best offensive lineman might be Aaron Brewer, which I'm not sure how many people know who that is, but he's the center. Uh, Their left tackle has given up six sacks in three games. Now he faced Miles Garrett, but that's a lot. And it's actually double the next highest offensive lineman and left tackle. That's who Trey Hendrickson lines up against (laughs) every down. They don't switch sides. So you finally have a matchup where you're like, ah, man, I have these all the time where I'm like, man, that right tackle isn't good. Mostly I think about with the 49ers. 49ers have Trent Williams on the left side and then just some guy on the right side right now. And before that, it was McClinchy. And McClinchy's clearly worse than Trent Williams, no matter what you think of either player. Uh, and I'm just like, this could be the day that you just kind of flip them. And they just don't. They just don't flip them at all. It happens with the Raiders, too. If Colton Miller is a pretty good left tackle, and then they usually don't have a good right tackle, it's like, just flip, just put Trey against the bad guy. Uh this week, the bad guy comes to him. So sure, <laughs> let's, let's do that. Dillard, Dillard uh, he was a draft crush for a lot of people. Um, he was supposed to be an athletic pass protector, but six sacks allowed. And I just have any trepidation with a guy that Jeff Stoutland in Philadelphia can't make work. So uh, when they signed him, you know, it's just, he could turn around. He's got potential, but he, he hasn't really shown much of it yet this year. And I just that just feels like such a – it would be the third week in a row that I feel like Trey Hendrickson has a big mismatch now. He took advantage of one of those, and he didn't take advantage of the other. Mm-hmm. So we will, we will see if he's able to do it. I have faith in him because I think stylistically, if Hendrickson does what I would do in this situation, if I had his ability – which is run through him every play and don't even mess with like trying to knock down the hands, which is how he killed Zach Thomas of the Rams is just like, I'm going to beat the hands every play and get around the outside with Dillard. I would go, I'm going to run through this guy 80% of the time. And then when he's not expecting it, I'll go inside or outside uh, just because I don't think he has a great anchor. Um, That's the big mismatch. So if you could stop them on early downs, they're run the ball outside zone duo stuff which they've done before. It's a little bit different defense, but they've done this quite a bit. If you can stop them on early downs and you get them in the third longs, it doesn't feel great for them. Just, you know, this is another mismatch for the Bengals defensive line, just like it was last week. And if you can force them into these third and long, these passing situations, second and long, third and medium, that's going to be tough. That's going to be real tough for them to overcome when it's an obvious passing down like that. 
when you think of the corners, when you think of the secondary, going against this wide receiver group, what do you think about that matchup? Let me check real quick. Traylon Burks was limited was practice to, oh, Tua did not practice on Thursday, though. He went oh. downgraded. That's usually a bad sign for a young guy that's not on a veteran rest day. Uh, so DeAndre Hopkins, I think, can still play a little bit. Um, and I think I think Ryan Tannehill's underrated for what it's worth. I think I think he's a fine quarterback. I think he gets a little bit too much hate. Um, I'm not like a big Ryan Tannehill supporter. I just think he's probably in that like Derek Carr level of like, yeah, yeah this guy's yeah, this guy's fine. Like you could. He went to an AFC championship game. It's not like you can't win with him, um, but he doesn't really have talent right now. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins still a pretty good player. Not the DeAndre Hopkins of old, obviously, but um, who else is a wide receiver? Kite Westbrook Akine. That's that's one of the names. Uh, Chig, Chig Akonkwo. He was really good last year. I don't think he's done too much this year so far. Uh, super athletic tight end. Um, and usually if you're a good rookie tight end, you're a good tight end. So I kind of expect him to turn around a little bit, but they got Ty J Spears. I love Ty J Spears in the draft. I thought he was, he was one of my favorite. I think I had him as my fourth running back and that was just size. If he was 220, he probably would have been my second running back. It's just like, he was kind of like, he's eating Wheaties just to get the like 200 (laughs) type of situation. And he had a knee condition, which is another reason he fell a little bit in the draft, but I wanted the Bengals to take him just because he was a ball of excitement. He was fun. He was explosive. He could read run plays really well. Um, so I think that's a really good mesh with Derrick Henry if that can get going. But I just don't know if the offensive line will allow them to get going on the ground. And then when it comes through the air, I just – this Tennessee Titans offensive line is just bad enough that I'm not sure they can get much offense going in any way, even if I like some of the skill players. And I like Tannehill more than some people. So – that's kind of where I am is it's like uh, this if it happens, I'm guessing I'm guessing it's just like Derrick Henry is getting out in space, giving given some runways. Uh, the Bengals haven't done the best job on some trick plays. If the Titans can just kind of get one of those reverses, one of those reverse passes, flea flickers, something like that. You're the underdog in this matchup, even though you're at home. If you so that's when I think the trick plays are important, and the Bengals haven't done a good job of stopping those this year. So could they get a, a free touchdown off of that, and then they do just enough on offense? I think that's their recipe. And you want to drag this team into the muck. I think you want to make this game short, which by that you you want as little drives as possible for the Bengals offense. You want the variance to go up, and that's how the Titans I think should play. And I I think Mike Vrabel's a really good head coach too. I think yes. that's also worth stating. Yeah, so um, there's 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 reasons that the Titans are an intimidating opponent, um, but you have to – the offensive line is going to have to – out. they're going to have to play base. It's not impossible because I don't want to just look at it on paper because the Bengals had the upper hand against the Ravens' offensive line too, and they didn't take advantage of that. Yeah. So could you get a Ravens-type performance from this Titans offensive line? Maybe. And that, I think, would be their key to victory. 